What's up, guys? On this episode, we talk to Hoovel Marketing. Uh, these guys are the original partners in Europe for HubSpot. Really, really interesting kind of story behind it. Um, I spoke with Robert, the founder, and Bass, um, the sales uh, person there today, and we really dug into the the genesis of the partner program at HubSpot uh, in the, from an EMEA uh, context. Uh, they talk about how they got started, um, their journey so far, how they've evolved with the product of HubSpot uh, and brought in different areas of talent to make sure that they're serving customers in the long term. They talked about how they've got some customers that they've had for you know 10 years on HubSpot. So it's really, really interesting chat with uh, guys who have a lot to uh, talk about uh, when it comes to partnerships in Europe with HubSpot. So hope you enjoy this one. Without further ado, kick it over to the guys. Welcome to the DubSpot Partner Podcast, where we chat to HubSpot partners about how they deliver outstanding value to their customers in an evolving technology landscape. And now live from HubSpot EMEA HQ in Dublin, here's your host, Luke Curry. Welcome to another episode of the DubSpot Partner Podcast. Uh, I'm here with HM Digital, aka Hoovel uh, Marketing. Uh, I've got Robert Vanden Hoovel and yes, Bas Builder. Yes, yeah, I'm thank you. Better at this this uh, this Dutch thing, guys. Um, so, yeah. guys, <laughs> you're very welcome. You guys are based in the Netherlands, obviously. Um, yeah. And I really wanted to get you guys on the podcast uh, as well because we're doing the first season is going to be uh, at least twenty. And how can we have a uh, how can we have a, a partner podcast out of the Dubspot office without having the original guys the the uh, the OGs oh, <laughs> the OGs of uh, of, uh, of of the partner uh, the partner thing? So let's they did your research very very well, Luke. Yeah. So Robert, <laughs> let's 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 have a chat then. Yeah. So what's what's how did the the business come about? And I'd love to know how you first came in interact with uh, with Hubspot and, and why you took the the plunge to be uh, number one. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I have to put on my time machine, but I, uh, I always wanted to have a, a company for myself. Uh, and when I went to university, uh, I studied marketing. The professor said to me, if you want to be good in marketing, you have to do sales and um, you have to be able to sell. So my first job was a sales job yeah. and I was the most shit salesperson you ever <laughs> will met in your life <laughs> because I had to, I got a, a big uh, book of, uh, it was internet subscriptions, okay. old-fashioned one, ADSL, and I had to go to industrial zones right. and just kick indoors. I want to talk to the director about these kind of uh, offices we have. You should go from telephone to internet. So I didn't sell anything <laughs> because I, I was standing in my car sweating. Oh, how do I do it? So I, I, I let my dream go of having a company because if you have a company, you have to sell, you have to be able to sell what you're doing and you sell your yeah. company. So. Um, my girlfriend and I uh, always go to Boston to uh, the States. And in 28, I was in Boston. I bought a book about uh, uh, new ways of marketing. And I wrote, uh, wrote, no, not wrote, read about inbound marketing. So hey, this makes sense. If you online tell your story about who you are, people will find you and will connect to you. And uh, two pages later, I was the company called HubSpot in this uh, in this book. So I thought, hey, this is interesting stuff. So came back, started uh, thinking in my head, this could work. So started blogging about marketing automation, B2B, LinkedIn uh, tips. And uh, yeah, I had, I had my own blog. And at some point I even got uh, people inquiring, hey, what you're writing is really interesting. You have to talk to us. So I didn't have to kick in the door. They invited me in. So that was really an eye opener for me that this actually could work. So uh, at that point in 2010, I bought HubSpot myself. 
And I had um, an onboarding via Jitu Matani, one of your legends. Uh, <laughs> he did the onboarding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had some of my first camps. So Chris Jones did my onboarding, but then it was handed over to Jitu, who was my first point of contact. Wow. And I asked him, uh, can, can I become partner? And he said, yeah, we don't have partners in Europe, only in the States. We have 20 people reselling, or 20 companies reselling. But do whatever you want. If you, if you can sell something, it's Why up not? to you. Yeah. So that's where I started, basically on the same table I'm sitting here. Uh, 20 years ago and uh, 20 not 20, 20 10 years ago and and it all went from there so yeah along the way HubSpot has been evolving and we did as well and yeah that's the that probably will come in the rest of the interview but yeah. that was a, 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 let's say the original story and um yeah I have to say the the the, the nice thing is uh, I'm not really uh, my girlfriend's an Oprah Winfrey fan okay <laughs> and Oprah Winfrey talks about full circle moments so not, yeah, I wasn't aware of what it is because I'm not really into it, but she said I, w- I was at some point, there was an inbound 2030, was organized in the same in the same building as where I bought the book. Oh, really? <laughs> so it, was, uh, oh, wow. it, it was a bookshop for the Barnes and Nobles in the same building in the Sheraton Hotel. I wow. said, hey, actually, to to, uh, to one of my uh, uh, colleagues, uh, Richard from DigiDig, said, I bought his book here five years ago, and now I'm here, and then inbound. So it was a full circle moment. Yeah, maybe so Oprah had a point. I don't want to be too yeah. esoteric, but yeah. and now <laughs> it, was a nice, it was a nice moment. And Oprah is uh, is speaking at inbound this year, so it's really come full circle as well. So it's true. <laughs> no, I'm not really a public speaker, to be honest. I'm a bit too, no, too Oprah. much. To oh, Oprah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Oprah's oh, no, yeah she does, yeah. yeah. yeah so that's going to be... Uh, so that's a bit of the background of uh, yeah how it became HubSpot, it became a hobby gone totally wrong, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny, though, because if so you guys took the, the plunge and become the first partner. I can't imagine there was that much infrastructure around uh, like how it, how it was going to work uh, from, from your point of view. Um, was uh, G2 just kind of giving you guys tips from the States at that stage? So for people no, listening... Uh, to, uh, no, HubSpot already had a very big library of content at that point because okay. they did inbound themselves as well. So there was a lot of already some courses, certifications, very basic ones compared to the ones we have now. Yeah. But that's already the way I could get up to speed to all the knowledge. Uh, of course, bought a book uh, in my marketing uh, by Helligan and Shah uh, later. They came out very quickly in 2011, I think. So there was basically a manual of how to do inbound. Yeah. So I did it for my own marketing agency. At that point, we were only with two or three people. Uh, and but also for our customers. So we did blogging, CAO, uh, SEO, all those things you still do actually, but now more sophisticated than, than, than 10 years ago. So basically, and, and of course, Jeet was really helpful of uh, connecting me to people in HubSpot. I had a, I had a dinner with Helligan once in London oh, oh, and nice. drinks. And yeah. uh, Mike Folpe, the one of the old market managers, uh, we drove through the Netherlands, visit customers and prospects together. So it's a, <laughs> it's the dark ages of HubSpot in uh, Europe at least. So it's that was a, fun. It was really a, f- a fun adventure. This really illustrates the the evolution of HubSpot and how quick it's really come yeah. uh, come together. Because yeah. like I was, uh, I started uh, what was it, 2016 or something like that, and it still oh, felt yeah. a little bit like a startup. You're still a veteran. Yeah, well, in HubSpot, I am. Uh, any other yeah, company, yeah, yeah. I would just be you know just in the door. But it's uh, it's very interesting to see that you know uh, you're talking about some of the names and for people who haven't uh, who don't know too much about HubSpot, like G2 was one of the kind of the leadership team now in, in HubSpot. Yeah. And he's gone on to do great things. And Brian Halligan has 
been the the CEO obviously since the beginning, but now he's even stepped aside and there's a new CEO. Yeah, CEO yeah. So it's all yeah. it's all evolving over the time. But uh, yeah, it's really interesting to have a chat with you about, the, yeah. you know, we must get together some other time and tell me about the, uh, you know, all of the, the stories about driving all over, uh, <laughs> driving all over the Netherlands, trying to sell something that no one's heard of yet. You know, here. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody knew HubSpot eh? because in the Netherlands you have a dish called HubSpot, which is a carrot and onion dish. All right. So everybody thought, is this a dish? No, it's right. HubSpot, not HubSpot. So okay. That was funny. And uh, yeah. Right. Those were the days. Now yeah. everybody knows HubSpot, yeah. which makes life much more easier, of course. But it's also, yeah. of course, more people reselling it and selling it. So yeah, and that's the, the landscape thing. changed. And I think that the the Netherlands is still a, a great market for this type of business as well, because there's so uh, people seem to be. When I've done business in the Netherlands, people do seem to be open to change, open to technology. At least they'll, you know, let you have your pitch and you know, see what they want to see if they can improve things, which is which is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In your business, like, what's the what do you guys do really well at this stage? Are you still? Uh, the the core business uh like inbound marketing helping people generate leads on the demand side um or uh as, as the business evolved in something else what, what are you guys doing really well today yeah yeah i think i can answer that uh, yeah. of course what you say is 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 actually uh, uh really well because the inbound stuff we still do of course it's where we where we grow our company with but over the past 11 to 10 years i'm not sure what we are right now but let's say uh, 11 uh, 11 years I think we became extremely uh, efficient in onboarding customers, which uh, and also, of course, in the sales process of helping out uh, direct as well. Uh, so, yeah, for instance, starting in, in the same week as they sign a contract, uh, finishing the onboarding within 30 days, those are things that become really, really efficient. Nice. So that changed, uh, changed a lot over the years. I think that's a real advantage of Robert starting uh, early enough. So we have... Uh, loads of experience uh, colleagues uh, actually and besides that we have a new team we hired a new team of integration specialists over the last i think one and a half year and yeah that that's a big, big game changer because as you all know uh, the amount of questions uh, from clients grow exponentially the amount of uh, potential connections grow exponentially uh, yeah, so you can think of uh, Exap software in the Netherlands, ESA in the ERP system, uh, Salesforce, uh, yeah. Microsoft Dynamics, uh, Pipedrive, you name it. And we weren't, as a marketing company, we weren't ready for that uh, three to four years ago. Then it uh, maybe it came up to us to help them out because of our uh, HubSpot technical uh, knowledge, but now we have actual IT people that help us out. So, That's cool. yeah, it changed a lot. And it's yeah. it's it's part of the the evolution as well because like as the as the deals as the the companies that you work with get bigger and uh, more complex, like you said, there's going to be every department's going to have their preference of what they want to work with, <laughs> and yeah, uh, they come to you guys and go, okay, here here it is, make it work, um, you know, yeah, and uh, yeah. is that is that the conversation you guys are, are having, or uh, when you talk to the companies, are are you kind of helping them choose different kind of complementary softwares, or is it just kind of like we'll do HubSpot and integrate all the other stuff that you've got in place here yeah, yeah uh, it's really funny because we we weren't focused on helping uh, people with their tech stack at first but because uh you are set, reselling hubspot and doing everything around hubspot people wanted to connect everything so for instance uh, an erp system did we get a question what would fit best yeah and uh two years ago we were like um 
just tell me what you want and we can make it. But yeah. <laughs> that's not the right, right answer. Yeah. And also, for instance, for billing and contracts, okay, what if a deal is, is, is done? Uh, what do you want to use? Yeah, we all used PandaDoc in the, in, the, in the past, but what else is there? And all the new integration. So, yeah, that's where our new people uh, come in as well to create integrations, but also uh, to know a lot of about uh, a lot of the existing integrations and how to work with them. So, yeah, that conversation changed a lot over the years. Also for myself, uh, as a, from a sales perspective, of course. It's so interesting how it's evolving and it's great that you guys put stuff in place to, to handle that. But at the same time, I think that there is, and I've spoken to a lot of partners over the years and in this series as well, there's still a lot of uh, value into uh, consulting on how to get the most out of the out of the system. I think you can get a little bit bogged down sometimes with making sure the integrations work, the automations, all that type of stuff. But I think actually telling people how to get the most out of it, um, you know, there's a there's a business yeah. there as well. Do you guys kind of do the consulting end of things as well for that? Yeah. If you look at what we ideally do is implementation, integration, and then uh, consult them in every, yeah, we're really flexible with that in every way that uh, they would like. Of course, we have uh, clients where we do, let's say 95% of all things uh, marketing from strategy to delivering the hands to, to advertising and SEO. But yeah, we also have, uh, for instance, purely consulting. So we don't do anything ourselves actually, but we have monthly meetings with customers after the uh, implementation or after integration processes just to help them out be successful with HubSpot. And of course, if they have extra questions, if, we, if they need uh, help writing something or need help with their advertisement, we are more, yeah, we have all our specialists and they, we are more consulting in that case than uh, actual doing the actual work. So I can add a bit to that as well. We, uh, last year, we uh, acquired another HubSpot agency, Platinum Partner, Marketing okay. Penguin. And the director of Marketing Penguin is a strategic marketing guy, I like to call him, because he knows he's, he's, he's uh, teaching at an uh, open university and all those uh, institutions to B2B managers, B2B marketing managers, uh, who are learning digital now. So we also get, could add a layer of depth to our uh, consultancy. Okay. So uh, that's also a really big, let's say for us, a big, um, we only we, we not only uh, grow more broad with more services yeah. and IT sales service marketing, but you also have add more depth to it now, which makes it, uh, yeah, let's say uh, for us as well, there's always something to, uh, to help a customer with and, Customers we had for ages um, and were a bit stuck with us were reunited because of the new marketing plans they they, they could uh, compile together with Klaas, who is uh, their consultant. So that's also an interesting uh, thing that I want to add to this, uh, boss. Yeah, perfect. Before we forget it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of after after sales care, go long-term kind of view of yeah. getting the most out of the platform, it's very interesting as well. And I think when we, because I've been in direct sales uh, in HubSpot, uh, for years before I started working with partners as well. And it's, mm -hmm. it's it helps everybody if there is something, someone in place that's keeping an eye on things long-term, you know, um, yeah. the, the you know, getting the most out of HubSpot, it can, it, or any, any kind of, uh, uh, you know, business uh, software, I think over time, it, it, priorities can kind of drift and it, it's worth kind of contacting a third party, if not only to have a look and see, you know, if this is what, the actual process was supposed to be at the beginning you know it might have turned yeah, into exactly. something else you know yeah, we have a uh, customers since it's one hubspot customer since 2012 uh, so that's almost 10 years now they've been hubspot wow. customer and we helped them with 
all things HubSpot and because HubSpot adds new features, we can keep helping them, but also help with the original stuff, uh, uh, et cetera, yeah. like social and landing page and the, let's say the basics. So that's and people quite, leave. Uh, and people sorry? leave at companies, new people enter, they need to be trained and need, have yeah. new visions. We can help yeah. them out. We have the old yeah. things in place. We run over that, uh, talk through it, why uh, we made it this way. Everyone wants to leave their mark, of course, when they come into a new, so we yeah. guide them through that. And yeah, I think that's an amazing thing to do. And yeah. It's, I think that's great as well, because there's a, in all kind of uh, business, B2B software um, companies, there's a risk whenever a, a kind of decision maker leaves or moves in. And we actually, you know, in HubSpot, we'll, we'll have a look at that. And when I was a salesperson, that would be a target for me because I know that that person, they might have used HubSpot in a previous uh, company. I'm like, yeah. well, this is maybe a conversation we can have. Um, so yeah. if, so if, you, if you guys are uh, partners like you are, are kind of taking up that baton as well that's all of the work that goes on in the background that uh it's hard for hubspot to really monitor and see what's happening Do you know, yeah. so it's kind of uh, the long tail yeah. of the yeah. value yeah. yeah we want to keep the door closed so that people don't uh cancel their subscription they need you need to give them the value and uh, to show them the value for sure. and that goes uh, i think we managed to do that quite well and it's this challenge but yeah. Um, and, yeah and guys I, mean, I, was, I was gonna say to you guys look, it's, it seems like um you you guys have evolved with the with the uh, the product, which is great to see. But surely there's something there's a type of project that you guys really like doing. Is there something that you're like this is the type of project that we prefer, or are you guys pretty open to whatever the situation is, or is there one that comes across your desk and you're like, okay, I like doing this. This is this is it. This is uh, this is us. Yeah, I think we uh, different people within the company would have a different answer. But in okay. general, yeah. uh, the thing is. Um, Everyone loves the fact if we are involved in the implementation part or at least do a sort of sanity check so we know what we're dealing with. So the basics are set up well. Then, of course, with all the new uh, integration questions, those are really fun to do. You can create a big difference in their digital transformation of their commercial process, which is not, not an easy thing to do. because And the, the process as well is not always uh, fun. But if you are done, you have made such a mark on a, a company uh, i can uh, name an example later on but so yeah and after that we can do the stuff that we uh, we just talked about everything we are used to do and everything classes is really good at so that step of implementation integration and then uh consulting or yeah doing the actual work that de depending on the, uh, the size of the marketing team in place of course and the experience yeah what i, what I also like as a challenge is more from a personal is to, to generate leads for the most boring products. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a challenge <laughs> for marketing. Yeah. We, we once did, I don't, I don't want to tell it very long, but we did a, we had a company that sold chemicals for the textile industry. Okay. And with our campaigns, we had an ebook, 50 Shades of White or something. They had a, a <laughs> okay. procedure that it could have white, it could make clothes white. And in the end, uh, they we had General uh, Victoria's Secret as a, as a lead. They became customer, Adidas became a customer wow. just because of this campaign that we just made up in, a, in an afternoon and yeah. that was fun as well so you can then the HubSpot becomes a very valuable tool because uh, all those leads coming in from all over the world and their sales team is, is flying to New York to, to pitch to Victoria's Secret with with our content under their arms yeah. so that was quite a quite a nice success as well so that's more the, I'm coming more from the old <laughs> uh, the old yeah, and they're still customer as well and yeah. they're still customer yeah of course and uh, although people left the company but still there so uh, yeah that's also 
my per, that's my personal fun uh, to, uh, to 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 take on that challenge to do inbound for a boring product. What you think? That's a challenge. How there, boring. Uh, to, I like <laughs> but it's nice. I think when it when it pays off like that, you can really see the difference. Those those are marquee customers, I'm sure, for those guys now. And yeah, you know, just it was an idea that you guys had, and then implemented it with the software, and there you go. I remember I yeah. I, I sold a inbound marketing package again to a very boring. Um, uh, I want it's not boring. It's not boring to them, but maybe it's you know it's not. Yes, yeah, I, I mean boring to <laughs> to general public. So I don't want to offend them in any way. So, but it's just yeah. These guys did uh, chemicals are not really yeah <laughs> interesting for me. These guys did uh, so it was a UK I think or in Scotland actually I can't remember exactly where they were but okay. they did uh, they did lasers for industrial processing right and i'm like okay. you got to do inbound and they're like i don't see this and i was like no yeah. no stay with me <laughs> then yeah, we, put yeah. them, we put them together with a kind of creative agency um and they've they've they're still a customer four years later so i'm sure that yeah, you know, yeah. it's going well but that was the type of one where i'm like this is a challenge you know yeah they're like you know no one's gonna read this but you know they did <laughs> you know they, yeah. they must have worked out yeah. so it's one of those things where i'm really yeah. uh i really passionate yeah, yeah, about yeah. making it work as well so that's good to hear but okay so we're coming up on the on the, on the 20 minute mark where we said we'd kind of we'd, we'd try to end up but i mean what's the is there is there something that uh you'd like to have a chat about around like uh what the, the plan for your partnership are you going to be is this a the business are you going to acquire more kind of talent like that are you guys happy where you are you can serve customers the, you know in a, no actually in a we're not happy are we, are we, we of course one of our main goals is to become elite partner as soon as possible uh, therefore we uh, have opened an office in dublin close oh, really? to that spot really uh, so we can service wow. the uk and ireland markets not on our website yet so okay. it's breaking news it's actually <laughs> this month will we launch it wow. and we introduce it to the to Ed Barrett and the other uh, hot shots in her spot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, we have a, a managing director there and his team, we compile the team. So we can uh, also do um, yeah, onboardings for that market as well, nice. apart from the Benelux. Heuvel Market will do the Benelux, HM Digital Technologies, that's the name in, in, in Ireland, okay. uh, can serve the UK and Ireland market. And one of the reasons we did this is because we want to accelerate our growth in terms of HubSpot. We're close to, in selling, close to uh, elite. Yeah. Uh, managed not yet. We have to have more managed services. But So uh, yeah, that's a, that's the main focus because, we, yeah, as you know, if you're an elite partner, you get the nice jobs. Yeah. <laughs> it's very simple. Yeah. Yeah. And you can get the, 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 the nicer uh, introductions to bigger companies. So that's a, that's a huge part of the plan. Um, yeah. That's a big, about, a big step as yeah. well because, like, Dublin, it's a... Uh, you mentioned it's kind of yeah, close to HubSpot as well, but that's going to be so handy for popping into HubSpot for different events. Exactly. And stuff like that. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. it's a great idea. And our, and our guy there, Cahill, is uh, Cahill, if I speak well, is a Scot- an Irish name, of course. Oh, oh, what, what is it? Cahill, is it? Cahill. Cahill. Cahill? Cahill. Cahill, is it? Cahill. That's, the, <laughs> yeah, that's Irish, but I'm not Irish. I'll interfere with this. I'll give you guys a tip. Leave any okay, so it's, think of... But how- he's a sales veteran, a marketing sales veteran. He's... Yeah. There's many companies, and he now uh, was really triggered by HubSpot, and we, we managed to get a yeah. um, agreement together to to open an uh, office in uh, Dublin for that market because he has a huge uh, black book. So Perfect. that that, that should help us grow. Yeah, nice. Uh, and just just for, I'll leave you with this this tip before I see you guys yeah. in Dublin at the at the new office. If you if you want to if you're not from Ireland and you want to say Cahill, you just say alcohol and knock off the al. Alcohol without AL. Yeah. 
Cahal. Cahal. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a very good one. So I'll leave you with that. I was listening. That's a very good one. That's totally going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good. Yeah, Cahal. Okay, so listen, guys. Next time you're in Dublin, stop by the office. We'll we'll have more Irish language lessons and we'll... Yeah, drinking lessons probably as well. We'll take it from there. We'll see what happens, okay? Thanks very much, guys, for joining us on the podcast. It's been a delight to talk to you guys. And like I said, I'll share this when it goes out yeah. and I'll send you over all the, the mp3 and stuff like that so thanks very much guys much appreciated thanks Luke for your Thank time you.